The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. This is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Joey Cockill. How are you doing, Joey? Hello, hello. I'm all right. How are you? I'm very good, mate. How's your day going? Swimming. Absolutely swimming. Perfect. And we're joined by our good friend, Martin Owen. How are you doing, Martin? Very well. Good evening, gentlemen. Um, I've, I'm nearly finished for work for Christmas. Isn't it brilliant? It is good. Yeah. Wait, the, the fact that it's already halfway through December is frightening. Yeah. Um, this year has been... I don't know. Some year, anyway, mate. Tell me about Some it. year. Um, it's just gone really fast. Good. That's what I'm going to say. Well, and for retro uh, podcast fans, I'm actually sat in my car looking at a Dunnell Mill um, at this moment in time, so it's nice to be kind of back where it all started. But, Martin, hey. let, we'll talk about that later. Who are we going to speak to tonight? Well, we have uh, one of the fundamental people at Schumacher tonight. A little bit behind the scenes, we have Mr. Muzz. Hi, Muzz. Are you there? Good evening, all. Yes, I'm here. And have we still got the other two? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, Muzz, um, Muzz Schumacher, as it says on Facebook, Um. <laughs> Is, is the main part of your job being in mine, Joey's, and Martin's boss? Um, normally, yeah, when we're actually racing, I guess, but uh, not seeing much of you guys at the minute. No, no. Um, so, you do you have a, a fancy title at Schumacher? Um, fancy title. Probably sales, sales rep used to be my title on right. the business cards, but it's since changed quite a bit uh, obviously from those days um look after obviously the usa um so i'm uh got sales manager for usa that's probably a fancy title you could use i guess right and then obviously help out with the uh the team and the the genuine day-to-day running of things with schumacher and uh you know important conversations with robin on uh, on the future and things like that so a bit of everything Okay, and then for people who don't know, this sounds like a really business-like interview now. I'm sure it'll change eventually. Uh, how long have you been doing that for? Uh, what working for Schumacher? You mean? Yeah, it's uh, that's a good question, Aidan. It's quite a few years now. It's probably around twelve or thirteen years. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and this is the the other bit that I don't know, so I'm going to get my questions in nice and early. Did you actually ever race off road? Or were you only an on-road boy? Yeah, raced. Uh, when I first started racing back in the day, I was actually mm-hmm. 13 years old at the time and uh, obviously still at school. Um, so my first first ever race I did at uh, West Bridgeford Car Club, that was on-road. Um, but I did a, did a little bit of that for probably six months or so. And then at the time, the club used to race outdoors through the summer. So as they moved outdoors... Obviously, it went to uh, to off road, so I ended up with a uh, off road buggy and a, a Cougar Club Ten was my first off road back in the day. Um, right. So I did a, did a bit of off road. Um, never did any nationals. Um, so the highest I got was I did some regionals back in the day, and 
made some uh, A finals at regional level in Africa, but on road's obviously been the main one. Right, I can just wondering when there's sort of the first time you bumped into Joey and Martin. <laughs> you know what? It's a, quite an important thing, and I can't even remember it. Well, I, I don't think either neither of them two can they? Uh, yeah, I think the first time I met Muzz would have been the Euros at Robin Hood. wasn't that long ago, 2015. Well, yeah, quite recently, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. yeah. Muzz, Muzz was uh, in the, like, the funny like box comment. No, you were doing the computer at the Euros, was it? Yeah, I was. I was sort of doing all the the announcements of, of a lot of the important things, but and then not really the commentating, but more of a you know doing a bit on the computer with with Paul Worsley and Gareth, and then uh, yeah, a bit of whatever needed saying on the microphone, basically. Yeah. And we first met at my first international, <gasps> I think. I was going to say, is this going back to the famous international, Joey? No, this is the one before the famous one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to get straight on to Joey hitting the car with a brew. Did that happen? It, it did. We can't turn it down. It's like an iconic RC picture in the UK. Um, yeah. But that wasn't your first Drupal International, Joe? Was that the second no. one, you say? Yeah, it's my second one, yeah. So you thought you'd go a bit more hardcore. So. I think it was the first the first one I ever did was when it was the the first time on the dirt track. Oh yeah, that's right. We did one on there, wasn't it before? Mm, mm. Yeah, and, and then, then the year uh, after was the uh, Astro track. Yeah, it was on on the Astro. Yeah, and yeah, I'm. I think I'm the one for whatever moment of madness came through my my mind. Obviously, <laughs> you saying things on the microphone. It was uh, <laughs> was broadcast to everybody, and obviously got a big uh, big cheer and round of applause at at the time. But uh, yeah, Joey. Joey caught a car, which was obviously fantastic. And it was around that time when I think England had won something with cricket. And I basically just said to him, well, now you've proved you can, you can catch. There was a big broom at the side of him. I said, what's your batting skills like? And uh, Joey being Joey, said, well, I'll show you all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it went down in, in history from the uh, Upal International races. And it was, a, it was a pretty good effort at the time, wasn't it, Joey? Mm-hmm. It was good. It was a good laugh. I'm not sure what well, the car ended up like afterwards, but it I was, think uh, I think Graham's car had pretty much been destroyed. Yeah, which Graham was he? It was Graham Smith. Graham Smith, yeah, oh, also okay. known as Blitz Boy back in the day from uh, the the body shell painting he did, and he, he had a he had a model shop at one point, um, and yeah, he, he did a bit of racing and. He was always, I think his, his best achievement was trying to get out of the bottom final or something. He was always there making up the numbers and having a bit of fun. And I just said, can Joey have a go at hitting the car? And he's like, yeah, no problem. Let's see what you can do. And that was it. Over he came and uh, Joey took an almighty swing at it. I'm not being funny, Joey. It's, it's like the best picture in RC ever. And I hate you that it's you, you doing it. <laughs> do you know that I've got the um, the video saved from the second year's cricketing skills as well on my uh, in my YouTube library. Have you? I, I always go back and watch it every now and then for a bit of a laugh. <laughs> well, send us those links. But I think what we've got there is so you race art or you raced RC. You, yeah, you've you know you've always been involved in some of the big events that we've had in in the UK. Um, you know, going back years and like even at the beginning of twenty nineteen, 
So how mm-hmm. has 2020 been for most? Because but that's that's kind of all stopped. That's what we've had in 2020. You 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 really. It's not just your hobby and your passion. It's your job. It's your everything. How's 2020 been for you? Yeah, it's been uh, obviously it started off well because uh, obviously we had the um, the 12 scale worlds at um, Milton Keynes, which obviously went really well. Um, you know, we obviously got very good results in that, with us being you know double world champions in in both the classes. Then we had the off road, what would have been the MKGP, which we did at. Uh, with Silverstone guys, didn't we? And we had obviously huge numbers of, of entries and obviously you guys was there and uh, that obviously went really well. Mm-hmm. Then we had the Euros planned at Robin Hood. And then, of course, everything went on hold because of uh, the pandemic arriving. Um, wow. So, yeah, from a racing point of view, very little has obviously happened. But from a work point of view, it's not a case that we've been sat twiddling our thumbs or anything. We've been remarkably busy, which is... Uh, it's very fortunate that we're, we seem to be in an industry that's still busy and obviously places closed because of COVID. People seem to have a bit of cash that they, they want to spend that they uh, they would have normally spent down the pub or restaurant and you know want to treat themselves to a new car or something. And, and I sort of Schumacher really, I don't want to say done well, but it's, uh, it, it's kind of been as business as usual. Uh, I won't say business as usual. It was to start with. It was very like instantly overnight. Tire sales obviously switched off overnight because of all the lockdown and everything we had back in in March. But as you know, we sell worldwide, so things was happening at different stages around the world. So we still had demand for for tires and other you know kits and spares and things around the world. Uh, and then it was a case of basically seeing what was happening in the market, and we had to pretty rapidly changed the way we was was thinking on things um so me and robin and some of the guys you know had a chat about things we could see ready to run market was ridiculously busy and of course we've not got any cars in that sort of uh, line at all but we do batteries we do the cheaper budget radios chargers from our different suppliers um hobby wing obviously we've got for the uh, speedos and, and motors and things so it was a case of you know, try and bring in whatever you could from those companies and react to it. So we've actually been been all right. We've been uh, you know, quiet to, to start with at the beginning of it. But as things have gone on, uh, racing's obviously started to happen a little bit again. Um, we're still doing all right as a company. It's not uh, it's not been all doom and gloom and disastrous as it obviously has for, for some unfortunate people out there. And, uh, we, you know, we've, we've seen a lot of new things coming from Schumacher and... And I know we are a uh, an RC racing podcast, but yeah. and, and definitely on the off road side. But you know, we've seen you know Mezzo tires came out. You know the Andy, uh, you know, a joke with, with Andy Murray and his icon F one yeah. car. Yeah, you know, has there been two MI sevens this year? Near enough, looks like mm, uh, no one M- one MI seven. But we did a spec change recently to. Uh... To basically just put the mid motor configuration oh, right. in the box, rather than having to to have the rear motor parts in there that ninety five percent of people probably who was reporting back to us they don't use that configuration. So we decided to take them out of the the box, get the kit down on on price, and obviously it's been uh, been very successful since then as well with it. All right, maybe I should read the on road stuff more, but I won't. And <laughs> um, so you have a, you've had, you know there have been some um, launches from. 
Schumacher. Is that something you get involved in? Um, not so much with the, obviously from the design point of view on it, but I do talk with Robin more specifics on, you know, the price it needs to be, uh, the numbers we're going to do in the batch, um, you know, when it's arriving, because ideally it's, you know, obviously when racing season is normally happening, it's good to have a, if you're going to do a new two wheel drive or four wheel drive buggy, you want them to arrive before the, the start of the season, ideally. Um, not midway through. So we try to plan all this sort of thing. But as you know, from dealing with different suppliers, especially at the minute during COVID times, it's hard to to predict any of that. Um, the stuff you was talking about, the mezzo tyres and obviously the icon and things, you know, they take a long time to, to actually happen. So that's all been started well before COVID even arrived, basically. It's OK. I, I have no chance to run them yet. Um I don't think either of you two have either. No, I've got some. I haven't used them yet. I haven't even been able to race, let alone think about <laughs> buying tyres. Soon, <laughs> Joey. Maybe soon. Yeah, the sort of feedback I'm sort of hearing on, on the Mezzo is it's it's a mixture, obviously, depending on your track and the surface, the pile of the Astro and all that kind of, of thing. Um, and we're finding that if it's in real wet conditions, the silver is really good. But in those middle greasy damp conditions, um, it's not quite as good as you know some other brand of tyres out there, of course. Um, but you know that's that sort of you know varies track to track and different weather conditions. So whether people actually race, if it you know the big downpour, of course, then if you're on these tyres, they'll be really good. But in that you know drying and greasy conditions, they're not quite uh, where we need them to be. So you know we keep working on things and. Uh, you know, feedback is always great from from people, obviously, around the world on uh, on all that sort of stuff. It is yeah. it is a, a, an area of RC that not only yourselves but other tire manufacturers seem to not have hit the sweet spot just yet in terms of tires that work in the yeah in in the in the changing sort of from. I mean, there's there's wet and then there's wet wet and then there's drying wet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of, it's it's a it's a hard thing to sort of gauge properly where you need to be. Yeah. Whether it whether it comes down to sort of fifty fifty tire and car setup, or it's more more the tire, or it's more the uh, the car itself is it's probably a, a hard um, thing to to lock down really. I know, but then again, you've got Trish working tirelessly all the time, so I'm sure he's yeah he's not short of a few ideas. No, we've got Trish and obviously, you know, people in different uh, mm. different areas of the UK and also different countries, of course, and trying things. But I think one of the biggest things is, you know, it's like yourselves. When you when you go in practicing or testing or whatever, if it's if the weather's looking iffy, you think, well, I won't even bother today. I'll, I'll wait for tomorrow till it's a dry day. So mm. to actually have the enthusiasm to get out there and to get all your car and your you know, everything wet through, your bearings all dirty and everything – um there's there's nowhere near as much running in the damp and the wet as there is in the dry with with testing um but of course the biggest thing is with tires is this so you know they're so complicated with what actually goes into them which is great from our point of view in one way because you know people don't know the magic ingredients what make a yellow for example on on our compounds but yeah that that was my next question was could you just tell me the magic ingredients that go into making a yellow yeah, I'll get back to you on that one. Oh. 
um, but but also, you know, from our point of view, it'd be great to know what some other companies have got in their dirt compounds of tires, for example. Um, so you know, we we keep trying things; they keep trying things, and um, we won't go into too much detail. But obviously, we've all seen online there was a a recent um, what should oh we call my it God. copy, what? I guess. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, which was. Um, yeah, as far as I'm aware, it wasn't a joke, even though lots, lots of people think it, it was a joke. Um, somebody did actually try to uh, obviously do a, a similar copy to a, a cactus and give it a slightly different name. And, uh, you know, it's in, it's in a different compound as far as we're aware. <laughs> I do feel slightly that you missed the mark when naming this new tyre, though. We you should have You should have called it the Muzzo. Yes! <laughs> Yeah, you know, lot, I've had yeah. several messages actually said to me, uh, we're going to know this tyre as the Muzzo rather than yeah. the Muzzo. <laughs> uh, well it, it just was, get, it was, <laughs> it just get Robert to about. change it. <laughs> it. It actually does have a meaning for it, Mezzo, which is, I think Aidan mentioned it before on the podcast, didn't you? Yeah, it's a very popular German soft drink, Mezzo. Yeah. Okay. And it means middle. So... Who, but the, main, who re- comes... the main reason, as Martin said, it means middle in Italian, which is yeah. uh, is obviously what it what it's for. Who who comes up with the names of things? Um, or oh, the great team of people we have back at Schumacher HQ. Um, we brainstorm no, things. That's with... a really good question because we've gone from yeah. mini pin, mini spike, sort of descriptive names to sort of cactus. You know. Doesn't look like cactus to, to, to mezzo. Well, that's a descriptive. A mezzo. So, uh, is yeah. there a, a specific change of that? So, we got someone new in that meeting. No, nope. same sort of people, just uh, just different ideas from different people. So, yeah, we send you know emails around or you know, um, talk about it on the phone or have meetings at the office and things. And uh, actually, naming something is a lot harder than you actually probably think it is, because we sometimes come up with some great names for for cars or something else but you've always got to do the you know google searches and check what else it means and you know what it means in other other languages and that as well so it's quite a a difficult thing to do okay that makes sense yeah you couldn't call i've got to be very careful what i say you can't call something and then find out in serbia Hmm. that's 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 good i was going to say something in spanish but i'm sure we've got plenty of spanish listeners um so you know, obviously, we've talked sort of about like Schumacher the business and the bits. Only slight bit about what you actually do because you did say you you look after America. Yeah, look after America with the the dealers in America and obviously the um, the team drivers we have out there as well, which is uh, obviously great to great to do. And it's awkward sometimes because of the time difference. Um, so sometimes I can be talking on the phone when you guys are, are tucked up in bed and it's two o'clock in the morning in the in the UK time, and I'm talking to someone on the uh, west coast of America about tyres and wheels and wishbones and whatever, or A-arms, as they obviously call over there. <laughs> has it has it been a, a hard market to sort of impregnate, as it were? Because obviously, uh, as for as long as I've been involved in racing and, and, and RC in general, it, the American market's always been saturated with Associated and Lossy. And yeah. obviously, over time, Yokomo and Kyosha have kind of got their foot in the door. And has it been sort of a, a, an easy step for you guys, or has it been quite tough? Um, yeah, it's been. It's not not been easy to do to start with, but it's it's actually 
getting obviously different now because of the the pandemic again of course but uh, it's been getting easier than it than it was mainly because the tracks are coming to us now so there's a lot more dealers want to deal with Schumacher and to buy our cars because the biggest thing of course straight away is as I say the tracks coming to us because they're moving more towards carpet and turf as they call it you know the astro turf and the mm. higher bike tracks so a lot of the dirt tracks are you know they're still out there but they're going away to to what they were um so naturally people run on carpet or or turf because of the power of facebook and social media and the internet they soon get to know that our tires are one of the best ones on on that sort of surface so of course we get people wanting to buy those and of course then they buy them they find out the price is, is good and competitive, deliveries are quick, and then naturally it moves on from there. Do you want to try some cars? And, you know, this would work well on your track. And then, of course, they buy the cars, then they need the parts, the upgrades, um, and it rolls from there. So, yeah, we've, we're doing well in America at the minute. Um, so it's, yeah, hopefully going to continue for us. But it was hard to start with, but it's, it's getting, getting easier, as I say. Nice. Cool. Well, because I, I, again, we've got to be, not that we don't have to be careful, but we, we, when I look on Facebook and I sit there and go, oh, actually, there seems to be a lot more Americans with Schumachers. But yeah. then, obviously, I'm going to see more American Schumacher drivers because mm-hmm. I drive a Schumacher. That's the way Facebook, sort of, the algorithm works. Yeah. But there does seem to be more in random places. Yeah. You know, you'll see, yeah. a, you know, maybe trevor paul will put something up in ohio and the, the fella stood next to him is it's, it's got a googly down mm-hmm. because they run on like a little carpet track there yeah um so you, you must be doing well yeah i mean obviously i can't obviously discuss numbers and that but we can see from our figures this end when we look at things like the kits uh obviously on the lay down um you know and it it tells you the US market is something we are focused at and are wanting to do because we've done the, the stock edition of the uh, the laydown as a specific kit, uh, which is obviously aimed at mainly the, the US market because obviously stock racing is, is huge out there. Um, but yeah, numbers are definitely on the increase from where they were. Um, America is, is getting bigger and bigger. And you know, at the minute, um, I can't say too much on detail or anything, but as a bit of an exclusive for you because of how things are going in America. Um, there is a, a sort of fairly high-level name driver that will be uh, announced soon, which will be coming on board for the USA. So that will be, hopefully, moving us to another level um, with things. That's really good. And just like the what's in a yellow, what's the name of that new driver that you get <laughs> most? <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite uh. sure at the minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, send, you know when things are on the tip of your tongue and then you just suddenly forget it when something else comes into your head? Yes, I, it happens to me all the time when I'm worrying about what Joey's doing in the background. Yeah, I'll, add it, I'll uh, add it to my notes here, Aidan, and like the okay. yellow compound, I'll, I'll get back to you on it. Thanks, mate. We might have a, a nice long list for you. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I suppose this is like a bit of a Schumacher love, which is great because that's what we all love. But yeah. one of the things that attracted me to Schumacher, I love it when I can just give you a nice, easy question, um, was just the support that Schumacher gave to racing in the UK. Wherever mm-hmm. I would go, Joey can joke later, they would all, you know, at an Oopal <laughs> series, it's got a, you know, Schumacher's involved in the sponsor. You know, I go to an EOS once, there's <clears> Schumacher involved. I was even in 
obviously even in America once. And Schumacher again were one of the sponsors of that event. You know, it, it, is that something that Schumacher are really proud of, and it's something they want to do more of? Do you think that you've yeah. are you unfairly given this title that you, you've got to look after UKRC yourselves? Um. Not really. I mean, first of all, um, I didn't even know you went to America. Um, you also forgot that one. Good boss. <laughs> but yeah, we, we was involved. Obviously, we were one of the, the bit, you know, big events out there and, and several of them. And uh, again, with these events, when they use our you know tyres as spec tyres or control tyres, um, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, we want to give something back. So to the big events or you know, even club series and that, if people are using our tyres... Um, and there's always this myth that everyone runs Schumacher tyres and Schumacher make an absolute fortune out of it. Um, I know the the margins involved and the cost of what these tyres are and, and things to make. And you know the, the margins are nothing like what people would expect them to be. Um, but So moving forward, we want to keep you know supporting those. And hopefully once we get back to some normality, which is obviously looking not too far away, hopefully now with, with the you know vaccine announced and things um yeah we want to continue to to do that and from my point of view i can't wait to get out and you know start running events for people people say well you know you probably come on to that in a minute but why do you like running events and you know what's the fun in it for you because it just seems loads of hassle and and you know work at the end of the day and moaning from people which yeah that obviously does come part and parcel of it as we both know um Mm -hmm. but you know we can't wait to get out there and put events on and once we get back to some normality i'm sure uh, you know me and other other race directors and clubs will try and put even more events on the normal to try and uh, you know make up for a bit of lost time for people yeah, oh, I, I, i'm generally hoping sort of sort of february march time as the weather's getting to a point and obviously we're all fit and well to, to go outside and do things with people again yeah. i hope every every weekend there is something going on whether it be yeah. a winter series a club series or um, a semi-national event i don't know i, I, I mm-hmm. hope that every weekend is filled with racing yeah. i don't care what it is as long as it's racing just I, not I indoors think, <laughs> i think we need to do that as well because of course as we all know we've got to be realistic it's going to be some time before we can get back to the numbers that we did allow um, mm. So, because of the limit on numbers, I think we need to make you know a point of putting on more events because you're going to be limited to to how many people can can come to an event. So, if you had 180 people at an event before, you might need three separate events that you know 60 people each time to get back to uh, to that sort of uh, number again. It'd be it'd, it'd be nice if some some clubs did like a like a weekend series, but obviously. You know, mm. thirty people on Saturday, thirty people on the Sunday. It's yeah, thing things like that. I suppose everybody could look at, and that they'd, they'd be quite. Obviously, work commitments and stuff may get involved, and yeah, you know, and obviously you've got to accommodate for the numbers and stuff, and whether tracks can obviously be allowed to be open on Saturdays, and yeah, it's yeah. whether the tracks yeah. can be be allowed. But yeah, so depending yeah. on. Venue dependent as well, of course, because as we know, the lower numbers, you know, means lower money coming in for the club. So yeah, of if, course, we, yeah. if we can have, you know, a third the amount of people and then you suddenly, you know, triple the prices, then, you know, a lot of people would be put off by that and think that, you know, they don't want to pay that sort of money. Um, so it's, it's got to have a balance, of course, with it. But I would hope that most 
venues, you know, like me with workshop and that, they work with the clubs to to try and do mm. what they can to you know to support them and to put the events on where possible. Mm. I mean, I'd, I'd happily pay an extra five, six pound on top of my entry fee just to yeah to be able to go racing. I, I wouldn't. I, I, again, as you say, some people may not be so inclined to pay an extra five, six quid to yeah. go racing on that yeah. particular day as well as all the other expenses racing brings, but mm-hmm. that's their, their choice, I suppose. And yeah, I think there, there, people... are, there are different ways of doing it, and I'm sure there's enough brains behind each club to yeah. maybe arrange things. And again, no like brains said, at Southport, mate. No well, brains at Southport. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're on the committee, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I'm, only, I'm, I'm only like the face. I'm only the face. So oh, I reckon well, well, they're all brains. screwed then. <laughs> if you're the face of a business, we're all screwed. We're all dead. Um, <laughs> well, I think we. I, I had a sort of a bit of a follow-on. One of the things that some people say, and I'm going back to t- you mentioned about tyres and support and series. Is yeah. What, sort of last winter in Southport, we had a, like a one set of cactus per day. You know, that was that thing. And some people actually would come, came up to me and go, why are you doing that? Surely Schumacher are going to be upset if you're limiting people to the amount of tyres that they buy. And I'm like, I don't think so. But you're here now, so I can ask you that question. Is that something Schumacher have a problem with? Well, again, coming back to the the margin thing again with it, um, you know, selling everybody an extra pair or set of tyres and that, um, you know, there's a lot more to Schumacher as a business than than the tyres that people think. So, no, I mean, Robin, you know, Robin again would prefer a race to be, you know, people would be attracted to to go to that race because, you know, like we do at Workshop, you know, it's limited. It's one set of tyres. You know, as you guys know when you've you've been, and obviously we had to scrutineer the cars to mark the tyres up. So that thing can't happen at the minute with COVID. So you've got to take it on drivers being honest and uh, and fair obviously with with the racing and things um but yeah i mean if it was a case that you know we wanted the unlimited numbers there wouldn't be a limit at workshop for example and we would have designed a tire like the honeycomb that it's really fast out of the packet and it gets slower with age whereas the tire doesn't it starts off and it probably gets faster from what we've seen as it gets older as well to a certain extent yeah. Um, so no, having you know, having people racing in big good numbers at clubs and using our tyres, whether it's one set or two sets or whatever, is uh, is absolutely fine. Obviously, people have said before for nationals. Um, you know, we all know nationals is you know the top uh, you know race series in off road in the UK to be to be attending. So people do put new tyres on. Um, but with any sport, you want to be going fast. New tyres is obviously the answer. Um, you know, I've got friends that we've you know got in go-karting and some you know track days and and stuff you used to ask tom cochran and leon morrell what they pay for their tires for a, a you know weekend or for a day and um it puts hours into perspective when you look at other other sports like that i mean as as much yeah. as i abuse abuse aiden for being an absolute club race hero <laughs> thank you at, at the end of the day it is club racing that you need to thrive yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, again, m- me and Martin do nationals. We understand the extent of tyres. You know, how, Martin, yeah. how many times do you put a new set of tyres on in a week, a, a national weekend? New set every run. Yeah, see, I'm pretty much a new set maybe every other run. 
Yeah. But you need you need the guys at club club level to be on it. Mm-hmm. But what you're right finding is when when you go to the clubs, though, Joey is obviously Martin's used a new set every run, but he'll use those tyres at his club meetings or practice days and things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I use them at regionals, and then they're yeah. practice tyres. So yeah, you get yeah. You so you get quite a few runs out of the yeah, exactly. the once the one run wonders as yeah. people obviously call them sometimes. I've never had a, a Schumacher tire that's after one run no good at any track. So no, either I'm just too mega slow or I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think there is one track in the UK that we have that does destroy tires, but I think it probably destroys tires full stop in general. But- You'll be amazed. A lot of it's a myth. We, I, I, I've heard people say at Mendip, oh, you know, a set of darts only lasts one run. I can do a whole meeting on a set of darts and still win the meeting. Mm. But I was gonna, I was gonna say that meeting we did at Mendip just before. When was that meeting? September. September. I, the whole day I was on the same set of tires, and I was still within, yeah, yeah. touching distance of the guy who took you. So, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it rained, and then it rained, and we all went home. Yeah. So, I think but, I think this whole tire debate. Some of it is in people's heads. I was just going to say exactly times, that, Joey. Yeah. And other times it's people putting their tin hats on and becoming sheep. Mm-hmm. You know, they've heard <laughs> they've heard someone say it, and they think, "Oh, oh that must be true." I'm going to bleat on about that for the rest of the week. I always say to people before they come on the podcast, any podcast, if you get stuck, just say yellow darts. <laughs> okay, because yeah. because because we can carry on from then. You know, it, it it's we, we we're obviously we're all super fans of what we do. You know, any RC racing, we're all fans. That's what we're people are listening to this. We're all fans, and then that we're gonna have something to moan about. So we might as well moan about them. You, you, if you brought a tire out that was lasted longer and was a bit slower, someone will moan about that. Um, it's good. Before we let you go, because we. It, yeah, you know we are clog- clogging through time here. Um, mm-hmm. I, um, my vintage mates would, um, you know, hang me from a lamppost if <laughs> I didn't mention about the the Top Cat and the XLS selling out, discontinued, whatever. Yeah. Can you? Can, can, I know you've posted something on Facebook, but um, is there like an official line? Um. Yeah, I mean, I've I posted a couple of posts on Facebook mainly because. I was getting so many people messaging and then they was in different groups and things. So it was easy just to, to put an answer on the group and then obviously everybody who was asking me all saw it at the same time, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised by a few of the messages that, you know, people post on Facebook because they were saying, you know, due to the bad times and how bad it is at the minute that Schumacher decided not to, to do another batch because the cars are selling so slow and all this kind of thing that a few <laughs> people put, um, yeah, I mean, obviously been a crazy year, as we all know. Um, one of the, the big sellers for us has been both the Top Cat and the Cat XLS during you know, the, the pandemic and, and lockdown. People want to, to build a kit. Um, you know, Some of them want to reminisce from back in the day. They, they didn't have the money back then to, you know, to buy one of these cars when they were younger and racing. But now they're, they're a bit older. They've got that money. They want to you know, treat themselves to a car. So sales have been way more than we could ever have predicted um me and robin looked at it quite a while ago with you know some of the other guys and um you know we we sort of could see what was happening and it was a case of 
you know, we can't do a lot about it basically because to do cars and that takes a bit of time and planning and, you know, preparation with it. Um, so as you rightly say, Top Cats and XLSs are both uh, discontinued. They've been taken off the website. Um, there's no more around. So, you know, these people keep phoning the office, of course, saying, can you just go and check in the warehouse? There might be a, you know, a box behind something else or whatever and, and things. But it's basically we've got none left whatsoever. Uh, it's whatever is out there on the shop shelves. Um, I know there's quite a few worldwide still on shop shelves. So, you know, they are still out there for people. Uh, and the only thing I can tell you, um, and again, this doesn't mean people need to be phoning into the office because it's not something that's going to happen very quickly. Um, but there's something in the pipeline, which is why those cars are discontinued. So a bit of an exclusive for you there. Um, so mm. there is things coming, but they are, you're talking months away, not weeks away. So, you know, it's not something to get too excited about at the minute. Um, but you know, it is, it is things that are coming and, further down the line so uh yeah keep your money in your pocket and uh, at some point you but, might want to part with some of it but if you would like to phone someone phone aiden at oh double seven i'll stop there five 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 um mate that's brilliant um was we've had you on for ages is there anything else you want to say event if you if you wrote any notes yourself things you want to say to all your fans who listen to this i'm not uh, sure i've before. got many fans ever oh you've got loads of fans <laughs> what, what's who's been your greatest signing of 2020 oh. <clears throat> does that include re-signing as well of uh, Mark? no 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 re-signs new signs new signings yeah uh it's probably the one that i'm not allowed to talk about i'm afraid I'll add it to that list. I'll okay, thanks, Maz. Bye. Nice, nice <laughs> to speak to you. We won't get into trouble, except I'll say, I thought you were going to say Kaito Kadira. Um, yeah, Kaito's obviously a great sign in as well. Yeah, but, um, someone needs to do my fancy we've body got, we've, got, we've got some very good top names already, obviously, in the team, and we're just adding to that. So, uh, you know, there's, there's going to be. Yeah, we could no, go thanks. through the list of all the top thanks, drivers. Mate. You know, James Crockhart, uh, Aiden Burke. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to think of the slow guys, you know. Um, oh. oh, I can't remember. Tough. But basically, James Crockhart and me. They're, they're, they're the mainstays of the team. Um, yeah. I, I should say that um, Eddie Holdsworth is incredibly... In fact, his name's not even Eddie Holdsworth, is it? Eddie Holds. Uh, Eddie, the Holdsworth's granddad, is really helpful to me. Um, mm-hmm. He came to Southport. The, the, both the lads are really quick. Uh, and he's already passed out a new setup sheet to sort of the guys who race at Southport. Yeah. Um, one of the lay down. So, and, and because it's so cold in Southport indoors, um, you know, there are a few changes. Um, and that's what sort of thing, I think Lock. Josh and Luke found really well, but yeah. um, be- before we go, is is there anyone else you do what you do want to thank? Um, yeah, I'll do a few thanks. Obviously, thanks. We've got, uh, I guess, all the Schumacher staff who obviously you know works back at HQ. We've got a great team of people there, and you know we're all like one big happy family. Um, obviously, team drivers as well. We're trying, you know, it's been hard as we know without the uh, seeing face to face at race events and stuff. Um, you know, but we've still got a great team there, and we're all ready to ready to go as soon as things allow um obviously again with with stuff 
Um, I guess we need to say a thanks to the BRCA. The guys have done a fantastic job through the pandemic. Um, you know, do it voluntarily, as we know. And, uh, you know, got a great team of people there. Um, obviously, you guys, you know, for doing the podcast. And, you know, I know it's a, a task you do week in, week out. There's, uh, you know, lots of, uh, you know, several others out there. But you always do a, a good job. And I get quite a few people saying, you know, it's great to have a listen to you. So, uh, yeah, well done on, on what you're doing. Just, just like to take this opportunity to to piggyback off that, and we, me and Martin, especially, need a massive, massive pat on the back for having to put up with the diva that is Aiden. Thank yeah. you very much. That is true. Yeah, You're I'd also like to, th- yeah, I'd like to thank Martin's mum for sending all those emails to you, Moz, saying how good <laughs> the, this podcast is. <laughs> Martin's mum is our biggest fan. Wow, bless her. Um. I'm sorry, we were telling jokes and did you get through your list of thanks or was there anybody else before we let you go? Um, that was the sort of thanks off the top of my uh, off of my head, to be honest. <laughs> Cheers, Buzz. Buzz, uh, th- thanks for your time. Um, thanks for putting up with Joey. Martin's a delight, but we know what Joey's like. Um, <laughs> thank- thanks for all your- the stuff that you do for us and all the Schumacher people and all the people in... Uh, one tenth racing, and I'm sure you do all the help other people as well, but we don't care. And you know, hopefully we'll we'll all be able to catch up properly. You know, in a, a couple of yeah. months' time. That's what we're all hoping for, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it does. And it, and then I think the next time us four are all together, we should hand Joey a broom and see if he can smash some other fella's car out the sky. So we'll see if we can catch Martin's car and then hit Aiden's car. Is that something I was I just do? about to say the next time us four are together and there's a broom involved, Aiden, it's your car, your car that's getting <laughs> abused. Muzz, you've seen Jerry race. He's never caught my car. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> yeah, on that note oh, I'll leave the rest everyone. of you to it. Have a, have a great Christmas, guys, and uh, thanks yeah, for having me on. Thanks for everything, Muzz. Thanks, Cheers, Muzz. Right. Take care. Cheers, then. Well, that was great speaking to Moz. Uh, really nice to, for him to join us this evening. Um, are you guys going racing this weekend? Do you, do you know whether you can go racing yet? Yes. You're definitely going, Martin. I'm going. I just don't know where. Right, okay. Because um, Mendip are still in Tier 3 and still shut. Right. But if they tomorrow, if they announce or what would be today, I guess, in Hodley mm-hmm. World, um, if they pull Mendip out of Tier 3 and it becomes Tier 2, then hopefully we'll go racing there. And if not, I'm going to go race my 8th scale somewhere else. Brilliant. Okay. Dig the old S works out, mate. Get a few laps in. Exactly. Uh, we've had enough Schumacher loving for today, so <laughs> we, can be t- t- we should talk about your, your S works more. We should. We've got to race it for us to talk about it more. Yeah, come on. I'm sure it'll be fine. Joey, your, your racing's still up in the air? I'm still in limbo. And yeah, I mean, on a, on a personal note, I can actually go racing because obviously okay. I've changed. Um, my uh, job's changed. So my hours have changed. But again, currently still being sat in tier three, I can't really move about. So um, if anyone is um, listening that can point me in the direction of, of a club then by all means get involved get involved get involved I'm sitting there going Eric did tell me we did have one space left is it worth Joey Cockhill 
turning up to Southport. You come to Southport on Sunday, mate? Have you got any cactus? Uh, send me the address and I'll tell you if it's viable. Okay, boss. And, and anyway, I don't need cactus. I'll just steal yours. That's true. Yeah, okay. That's fine. That's fine. Well, or, you know, you can steal mine. You can steal Kevley's. What what oh, have yeah. you got? What have you come? What you got coming in the post? That's what I want to know. That's more exciting. Oh yeah. Oh what right, was, uh... it's weird. This I'm going to do this without letting this this information out the bag. It's a bit like you guys chatting about something before we started recording regarding emails going places, and you never told me that. But you, now you never you, 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 you never asked. asked. Yeah. What? Why do we need to ask? And then. Then you ask me about something more certain, you know. Where's the where's the where's the love, guys? Where's the love? Well, you share oh. us your buzz information, and we might share our uh, other information. That's fine, but I think yours is better than mine. Um, what it is is, you know, it's the eternal struggle to find a Schumacher hat that fits in. <laughs> that is massive. Oh. It's a massive head. So Moore's thinks he's got a hat that might fit if it does that's great we don't need to go around and literally make a Schumacher hat for Aiden um, oh. so that's all it is it's, it's, a, it's a hat it's a big hat to see if it fits um, but I'm going racing this Sunday uh, ramp works inside line arena carpet indoors um, Josh and Luke turned up last week and they've done a new setup sheet for running. And part of the things is they've gone to um, outside pistons, you know, like the 1.8 and 2.1s. Yeah. Because um, they said it was that cold that 450 weight oil in the back of the shocks felt like glue. <laughs> um, so there we go. Um, it, 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 it's cold. Um, but it will be fine this week. We've got extra lights. Everyone's going to have a great time. I say Kev Lee turns up. Um, had a, a really enjoyable day. He said, you know, he felt a bit lost because there was loads of like a thousand people asking questions of him. But it, it was nice to see Kev. Um, and it was good, you know, you know, at, at Southport we're being responsible, make sure we're social distancing, obviously mask all the time, like all the clubs are doing in the UK. Uh, and we are running in quite limited numbers, which is why we can't fit everybody in. But we might have a place for Joey. Um, so I, I'll be there on Sunday. Oh, and Kev's done a bit of work and built us a, a new wall of death. Nice. Ever wanted a new one. Uh, oh, wall of death. It wasn't great. So we'll see how this one goes. Um, we've, we've spoken to Muzz long enough. That was great. This is the point where I forget who we had on last week. Ty Testament. Ty Tessman, yes. There we are. I, I, it'd be great. Thanks for Ty for coming on last month. And we should actually thank Muzz again because one of the reasons we got Muzz on is everyone else I spoke to about coming on this week said, you want me to follow Ty Tessman? <laughs> um, so Muzz didn't say that. So that's why we were very lucky to get Muzz. And we know we've been a bit uh, American-centric because they've been racing and we haven't done a lot. Uh, but obviously, I don't think there's any more um, sort of UK-centric RC person than us. Um, have either of you got anything to talk about before we let these good people go? I would just like to say thanks to the RC World for um, their donations on RC Games for the uh, Puzzle Airbrush charity game we did for the Body Shell for Cancer Research. 
Brilliant. Did you did you raise a thousand pounds? We managed to raise the target of a thousand pounds in a week and a half. So awesome job, guys. Um I think I paid my money today. Maybe I've not even that's Friday's job that I'm dreading. Well, it's okay. So as people are listening, if you're listening to this Friday morning before lunchtime, that's what Martin does. Don't message him, don't speak to him, don't do anything. <laughs> He's just head stuck in an Excel spreadsheet doing that stuff. And well done for Yay! Basil, Airbrush, and you for sorting yeah, that out. That's good. So yeah, that's my only bit of excitement. That's it, guys. Well, um silly season's been pretty quiet. Yeah, been a bit of a, mm. bit of a letdown. I, well, I, someone I, did say, go on. Well, I think silly season's gonna hit off the first of January. Oh, brilliant! That's what I was gonna say. The yeah. pros don't really move till then, do they? No. Um, so, I think between Christmas and New Year was quite exciting last last time. Obviously, we hope everyone we love keeps jobs and keeps working and things along those lines. But it's it's you know it's just interesting to fanboys like us. Yes, um, we love a bit of gossip and rumor. Okay, boys, um, please like and share this podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts. I really enjoyed listening to the the episode I talked about last week, which was the No Name RT podcast when they had Ryan Lutz on. The bit before Ryan Lutz, which I only just heard, was uh, really good. Uh, I think JQ is a, a, a crazy and divisive person, but at some point, you know, has some views about RC that whether you hate the guy or not could be true. Um, so check that out. Okay, guys. Uh, Joey, are you on the show next week? You have no, your shift mean you can't do it? Um, let me just check the calendar. Uh, but well, next remind... Thursday, next Thursday is Christmas Eve. Oh, is it? It is. Ah, oh, right. Okay, right. Well, we need to have a think about what's going on and whether we're going to put a show out or what we're going to do. We'll sort that out. Um, Joey, would you like to thank your sponsors? Oh, this feels strange. I haven't done this in a while. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, the uh, hashtag Schumacher family. Uh, again, Muzz, Robin, Trish, and all those guys behind the scenes there. Uh, Brian at Screws for RC. Uh, Factory Fred Racing. Um, uh, the guys at Reds and that's it that re- yeah that really good chicken shop you went to visit once um, <laughs> there we go right um, that's it guys come on it's late I want to go to bed it's late it is late it's late it is late it is late we're talking about Joe I don't know. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. See Bye-bye. ya.